Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Pastor John Maiden Jr. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. Uh, you're back uh, again and a return savvy guest to talk about your latest book, Finding Peace During Uncertainty. As we just said before we hit the go button, so, so important these days. Um, you know, there's a lot of people feeling uncertain. Um, and what's interesting, John, if, you know, if you haven't had a, a faith in God, um, a lot of times these times of uncertainty where the rug is kind of pulled out from under you, you feel like you're standing on nothing. And, and it's at these times that it's almost a blessing and a curse because you'll begin to examine what do I want in life? What's important to me? What are my values? And then often come to God during these difficult times. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that was definitely just some of the inspiration to writing the book. I mean, being in a generational pandemic mm -hmm. and then even while the pandemic has taken place, then there's a lot of economic uncertainty, mm -hmm. political unrest, racism, a lot of different things that, mm -hmm. Uh, have created a really a, yeah. a violent kind of hostile environment within the country and even in the world. So mm -hmm. it's definitely something that I felt the Lord put on my heart just to encourage people just to seek the Lord, seek the, the bread of life and the yeah. living water in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Now tell me, when you said generational pandemic, does that mean because everyone, every generation is being hit by this, this recent pandemic? Is that what you mean? It, great question. So yeah. when I say generational pandemic, yes, because it, it's something that hasn't happened before, but mm -hmm. there have been pandemics um, and endemics and so forth, epidemics, excuse me, yeah. that have taken place in history. But this is something that's definitely new for our generation. So it, it's generational in that sense. That is something that is like, wow. Wow. Where did this come from? And this killed so many people, and it's, yeah. it's just been been horrible. So 
yeah, that, that that's what I mean. You know, it's interesting, John, and tell me your perspective. Uh, what I, I love and, and don't love about this this recent time is that it will bring you to the cusp of the edge of a ledge, you know, with things being so turmoil, as you said, violent and uncertainty, that it can cause you to do two things often. And that is, you know, begin to really seek God. Is there a God? Um, you know, is he hearing me? If he, if there is one, why are we even going through this and all that? Or often it will cause you to look outward towards maybe an organization like a government or or people to take care of you instead of looking to the provider, the creator, Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely, when, when this uncertainty and times of unpredictability and precarious times, People mm. will look all over for help, what they think can give them help. Some people turn to a bottle, mm-hmm. a bottle. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to different things that they think they can get pleasure or, or mm. can distract them from their problems and their pain. Mm. And yes, it is the hope that people will turn to the true source of life. And that's Jesus Christ who is life given and, mm-hmm. and can transform us and can, and gives us a, a hope and strength and shelter. So that's definitely the, the goal really with, with the mm-hmm. book to help point people in that direction. direction yeah. of Christ. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because I think that's just it. You had mentioned that, you know, there's a lot of unrest and violence and just, even if it's not physical violence, there's people like rah, 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 on, on yeah. social media or something. And I think that, I think that's coming from fear in that you're, uncertain you have not you know you're not standing on solid ground because you don't have that foundation of jesus so then you're feeling like i got to attack something outside myself so i'm going to attack that that conservative or democrat or whatever it is instead of realizing that they're just in the same boat you're in this is you know what i mean it's just these labels we put all over the place instead of saying okay let's find solace in god what can we learn about this and and do better tomorrow now what if someone's listening in and they say yeah i've I've heard of jesus but you know what does that have to do with me how could he possibly help me in a time like this um they haven't picked up your book yet i suggest they do but besides that what what advice would you give them or or words of wisdom sure well one thing about knowing jesus is you learn more about yourself you learn more about your fears your foibles your failures you learn mm-hmm. more about your need for a higher power mm-hmm. some people you're right may not ever accept jesus and believe in god but mm-hmm. there is a higher power i'll just mm-hmm. use a general universal language just for that audience yeah, that there's something above yourself that 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 is out there and alive and bigger than you that mm-hmm. can guide and direct you. So I think what for me to, to focus on the Christian entity aspect is that Jesus just reminds me of, again, my need and dependence of Jesus. As I, as I sit in prayer mm-hmm. and I sit in meditation, I'm often reminded of things that I can do better, like some areas in my life that can be stronger. Like maybe mm-hmm. I said something or I wasn't pleasant, let's just say, with the clerk at the bank that I go to, or I didn't hold the door for an elderly person or certain things like that. The Lord may bring that back to my mind mm-hmm. and say, you know, you could have been better there. You could have mm-hmm. been stronger there. So that's one thing that I like about this Christian journey that, Yes, we have allegiance to God following Jesus and, mm-hmm. and praying and allowing the Holy Spirit to guide us. But I, I've learned so much about myself 
about mm. some of my strengths and some of my growing edges, areas that I need to grow in. So that w- that's what I would say to someone that they may be what I would call a seeker. They- they're seeking yeah. something that's higher than themselves. They're mm-hmm. not ready to put their trust in Jesus for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, but they- they're seeking higher something higher than themselves that I would say one thing about the Christian faith, mm. and that's the only faith I practice, is that you learn so much more about yourself and then you need God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that because I, I think, and we talked just before the interview got started here that so much of the pause put on by what's happened in current events, whether it be the pandemic or recent economic downturn and just the upheaval of the world, mm-hmm. uh, things have changed so much. It's caused people to examine inner more inwardly to say, what's important to me? Do What do I really believe? Because I think a lot of what we say we believe is often passed down to us from family, friends, society, whatever, the people we hang out with. And then, you know, when it comes to pauses like this, you have to say, well, where do I really stand amongst all this? What is really, really important to me? And th- at, at those times, it's often when we become seekers that we say, is this it? Is there more? And then we begin to say, is there, is there a higher power? And, and what does that look like? What does that mean for me? And, you know, I really do uh, see where you're coming from, because I think as you go on this journey, often people will say to me, well, Christians, they think they're perfect or something. And that's not, not the case. I think the journey itself is just that you're, you're really examining how not perfect we are, but how can I be better just a little bit better from yesterday? What can I do to improve myself? And what can God show me today that can make me a little bit better human than yesterday? Yes, def- definitely. That mm-hmm. life is really what a a journey and not a destination. It really is. And the Christian <laughs> journey is, is just that. It's a journey. It's a process. Mm-hmm. We're going to grow in the, the wisdom and grace and knowledge of our Savior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus Christ is we're taught in the scriptures, I believe it's first Peter three eighteen or second mm-hmm. Peter three eighteen, excuse me. Yeah. So that's really the goal, just to continue just to journey and grow and move towards God. And just think of life as a bridge to God and to God's mm-hmm. heart, and we're just gonna keep on walking over that bridge and draw closer to God. So yes, we're gonna mess things up, we're gonna get some things wrong as humans. Yeah. But there's grace and forgiveness in Christ. So Ooh. that's the good news. So we can continue to journey forward because Christ is more wonderful. Yeah. And you know what? I think the biggest forgiver in the universe is God. Um, because mm-hmm. who 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 have the hardest problems forgiving sometimes are us humans. We we hold so much against others and often even more so against ourselves. And and that unforgiveness can be the biggest blockage, I think, to us being with God or having that relationship with God, because we, we can't forgive ourselves for whatever it might be. I'm not good enough. You know, why would God want me? And uh, I think let's talk a little bit about forgiveness and what you've learned about your wisdom in, in regards to forgiveness. Yeah. So forgiveness is definitely a necessity. It's vital to the human existence. It really is that we forgive one another, we forgive ourselves, because when we forgive ourselves and we forgive others, we're able to move forward in life. When we're able to get out of neutral, we're able to not be uh, stifled within our life, mm-hmm. we're able to move forward. Because let's say, for instance, we have a grudge versus someone, then we're mm-hmm. giving that person, that situation, power over us, mm-hmm. and then 
that that power dictates how we interact with that person, mm. how we move forward in our lives and so forth. We're just stuck. And mm. I think that what forgiveness does is it gives us freedom. It, it allows us just to, again, move forward, go go on in our lives. And it's not easy. It's, it's mm-hmm. definitely not an easy thing, but it's necessary. It really is to forgive other people. So, and Jesus has forgiven us. So if Jesus can forgive us, why can't we forgive us? So, yeah, that's yeah. definitely important. Yeah. I, you know, I get you, um, Pastor John Maiden, because I had a big unforgiveness for my dad and through my teenage and my early adult years. I mean, I was furious. I mean, he was abusive, but he had his issues. But, you know, it was interesting. I had gotten to a, a point at 26 that this hate and anger was so it was like a big stone pulling me down and I felt Mm -hmm. so depressed all the time. And that outwardly worked out to how I treated men in my life, my coworkers, friends, whatever, I treated them horribly. Um, And it was a sit down with my dad where I just laid it all out. I got angry one day and I just like threw up all Mm -hmm. my anger on him. And uh, he was, you know, visibly very upset he didn't initially take in all my anger because it's hard when someone just Mm -hmm. but what was interesting about that is it began the healing process for both of us because once he could accept why i was angry and why i was holding such a grudge and he knew what it was about because like you said the anger and hate and unforgiveness is hurting you the -hmm. other person often doesn't know what's in your heart because you're holding it in here um but letting it out allowed us to start working towards forgiveness and he, I actually forgave him and he thanked me for forgiveness um, months down the line, but it was such a weight lifted off my heart being able to do that for both of us. Yes, it, it definitely is, like you said, a weight lifted off of your shoulders <laughs> and you're able really then to move forward and just again, get unstuck. And, and yeah. I think that that freedom and you just feel good and mm. that the Lord just lifted a, a burden that you know you couldn't lift with falcon mm-hmm. so yeah it's it amazing was, yeah and it was through prayer with god cause, you know because i i'm telling god you know listen i know you forgave me i want to forgive my dad but i hate him right now mm-hmm. and so you know you can't force it that's the one thing we were talking about earlier maybe you're not ready to come to jesus but the point is you're seeking or you may be seeking and the idea that if you're just open to it like i'm angry at this person i can't forgive them right now but just acknowledging that is, is just a first step Mm-hmm, definitely. And the first step, I mean, that's really an important step just to say, Lord, I need your help. I can't do this without you. Well, we really mm-hmm. we can't do anything without the Lord. <laughs> and definitely not that. Yeah. And then we're able to move forward because the Lord will equip us and empower us to to forgive and just to move forward in life, and he, which will heal relationships. That's, that's the other key for forgiveness. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> when you forgive, relationships are able to be healed and reestablished. Mm-hmm. So it's just a beautiful thing altogether. It, it, it totally is. I remember being, I was hitting in my 30s and now I wanted to be married. I'd worked through the forgiveness with my dad, but then there was all this inner turmoil, as we mentioned earlier, that you could hold against yourself, which I was holding against myself. Um, stuff you just you know this baggage of emotions and unforgiveness. And it wasn't until I was able to work through that that God led me to my beautiful husband now. Um, but mm-hmm. you need to go through those processes so you can be open 
to receiving something like a, a wonderful husband, wife, or whatever you, you know, a relationship like that. So uh, forgiveness is such an important part. What do you really hope, um, because there's so many different parts of your book, like each chapter will meditate on a certain um, specific thing. What do you hope most that readers will take away from your devotional? Sure, that Jesus Christ is really the source of hope, of peace, and of life. Mm -hmm. That despite all of the things that were mentioned, just the upheaval and just the turmoil and the hostility in the world, mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ will be the one that brings us hope. That we, mm -hmm. we, we don't have to just look at the news and just be depressed and just mm -hmm. stay depressed. I mean, yes, it yeah. is depressing because of what's <laughs> on the news. However, we don't have to be stuck in a state of depression per se, mm -hmm based on the news and what's going wrong, wrong with the world. We have a, a blessed hope and a blessed assurance that Jesus Christ is walking with us in the world, that Jesus Christ is, though there's evil, there's good, that the presence mm -hmm. of God exists. And we can see the presence of God in this new life around us. Just like the other day, I saw two young people plant a tree in front of my house. And mm -hmm. that was just beautiful to see that because we don't we don't have a whole lot of trees in the neighborhood and mm. just to see just a new tree which is, sim is symbolic of new life mm. in our neighborhood in the older neighborhood was just something that was just a breath of fresh air so i believe that the same thing is true for jesus that mm. that that hope jesus brings even in spite of Crazy. decay and deterioration or mm. whatever you want to call it death that jesus christ is life and then with that hope mm. Then comes peace that we have peace despite mm. tragedies and 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 trauma, the trauma yeah. of life. So there's the peace that Christ gives us, peace that I leave with, and then don't let your hearts be troubled. And 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 because the Lord gives us that peace in spite of what is going on, so we have that peace. And then mm. finally, just life. If we just look around us, we see that the Lord is a life-giving Spirit. Mm -hmm. The Lord really is, and that there's new life in different ways. And I'm not just talking about babies, of course, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about spiritually, how we're able to grow in the Lord. And you see relationships that have been revived and restored, and you see just healing that's taken place where pe two people that you thought never would speak to each other are able to do mm -hmm. Two people yeah. that disagree on different issues are able to be mm -hmm. best friends and stuff. So mm -hmm. those are things that you see just the life the peace and the hope that, and, and those are the three points that I mentioned. And, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Pastor, I mean, it, it's so true um, because I, I really see that it's been a great time of yeah upheaval and such, and you can really maybe look at those parts and stay stuck or dwell in them. But not necessarily because there's been some great blessings that have come out of this one. We, my husband and I have been brought to Texas, which uh, we were just kind of, uh, you know, before this all happened, thinking of moving here anyway, um, just for living purposes. It's a little cheaper to live than living in New York City. Um, but then we came here and the people are wonderful. Um, there's a sense of uh, deeper relationship often uh, with uh, the uh, people run here with uh, Jesus and, and God more centric. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, during difficult times, other possibilities open. And so 
uh, as you said, being able to focus on what what is God here to show you right now, because things might seem horrible, but even the most horrible situations in my life, it's amazing how God can just switch it around because he can see everything, the entire mm -hmm. world, all the time from beginning and now that we can't see all the bits and pieces that seem like in a situation we're in insurmountable there's a solution but we just can't see it unless we uh, rely on god to show us what we can't see yes and, and and that's what life is we have to constantly rely on god that and it's easier said than done i definitely <laughs> understand that but that's what we're, we're seeing i think sometimes mm -hmm. the storms in life just serve as reminders Mm -hmm. to trust and depend on God. And nobody likes going through a storm, but I think that's something that the Lord will, those are things, let me say, the, the, the Lord will use so that we will continue just to trust in God. Mm -hmm. And that's, if I think if we can look at storm opportunities for growth and teaching moments, that can, yeah. that can definitely help us through those tough times. Absolutely. Where can everyone get a copy of Finding Peace During Uncertainty and all of your other books? Sure. So you can get Finding Peace During Uncertainty on Amazon.com. I have just a copy here. Mm -hmm. uh, just wanted to bring beside me. So Finding Peace During Uncertainty. It's a short book and it's concise specifically so that the, the reader can read the devotions and they can do it for 40 day time period. It is 40 devotion really grow mm -hmm. uh, in their faith in God. I didn't want anything too long, intimidating, where mm -hmm. people are like, all right, it's taking too long to read. So something mm -hmm. that you can read and then meditate on and apply to your life. So mm -hmm. Amazon.com, you definitely can get that book and all of it. Yeah. Prayer, the most reliable wireless communication. I love that title. <laughs> yeah, is also on Amazon.com, as well as Breaking the Barriers mm -hmm. as well. So all of the books, all of the titles, Amazon. So please purchase a copy. I believe you'll be blessed. Most importantly, I do believe you'll be blessed because it'll speak life into your situation. So please purchase a copy. Yeah, and can I ask you something, uh, uh, Pastor Maiden Jr.? Um, now, you made, you made it 40-day devotional. 40 is very often using the Bible, like Jesus went into the desert for 40 days and was dealing through temptation. What, what's up with 40, you think? Why is 40 such a pivotal number? Great question. And you're right. It definitely is a pivotal number. It just seemed like 40 was the, the number when one was on the, on the precipice of a breakthrough, where something really positive happened, like the Israelites were desert mm. for 40 years and Jesus, like you said, was in the desert for 40 days while fasting. Mm -hmm. And going back to the Israelites in the desert, then after the 40 years, then they went to the promised land. So they were they were stuck for a little while, but <laughs> during their time of being stuck, they were they they turned to the Lord, they turned from the Lord. It was a lot of back and forth, but mm -hmm. I think that was a time of growth. Jesus fasted for 40 days in the desert and then got the strength, the spiritual strength needed to carry out his mission, which was to die for the sins of humanity at Calvary. So mm -hmm. th that was the time. And then th there were other times in the scripture where 40 is referenced all through the Bible. So it just seems like that was the time period before transformation yeah. and a, a strong transition. And so that was what led me to 40 days instead of like a 30-day devotional and everything, yeah. 40 days. So I believe that one will experience a breakthrough. And even if it's not 
something monumental, just a, maybe a new perspective, <laughs> just mm-hmm. another way just to experience God. So I believe that looking at the Gospels, because I do reference three mm-hmm. out of the four Gospels, this text, yeah. and, and look how people experience a breakthrough, even during challenging times, even within the Gospels, I think will bring us encouragement today. Yeah, I mean, I recall many years ago, uh, leaving, being let go from a job and feeling it was the end of the world. Uh, less than 40 days later, I'm in a job that's 10 times better. People are treating me awesome. The boss is fabulous. And so, you know, 40 days can make all the world's difference, you know, no matter what horrible situation you might be going through. So uh, just trust in Jesus and uh, let him lead you to a better tomorrow and go on everyone and get a copy of Finding Peace During Uncertainty with Pastor John Maiden Jr. Uh, Again, thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you so much for having me and God bless you. God bless. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.